Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. Teen Time Round Town. Halfway down the stairs is a stair where I sit. Greetings, Teen Timers. In this week's Around Town with me, Andrew Dembina, we hear about the double launch of a new locally written and humour-filled English language book and a Cantonese learning programme, both put together by a Norwegian. You may have heard Cecilia Gampsberg on air on Radio 3 before. She spent a few years attempting to teach presenter Sarah Passmore and the non-native-tongued listener conversational Cantonese. Hi, my name is Cecilia Gampsberg. I've just published a new book called... Don't joke on the stairs. I think you're going to have to explain that title, a little bit unusual. It is a little bit unusual. It came to me a few years ago when I saw a poster in China in a language school. A big poster in the staircase with various rules for how to walk up and down the stairs. And one of the rules was avoid the exchange of jokes while using the staircase. But why did you use that for the title of this book? Well, for me, it summed up so wonderfully everything I love about China. Not only the special take on English that can happen to anybody but just the fact that they feel they need to have rules about how to walk up and then down the stairs and also don't joke in the stairs it sums up the surrealism shall we say about China in one sentence but how would you explain what this book is well there have been written probably thousands of books about China in its lifetime and especially the last 20 years and most of them concentrate on politics the economy uh, history that kind of thing my book is more concentrated on my personal experiences, on what I think is funny, hilarious, quirky, weird. And all sorts of funny thoughts run round my head. It isn't really anywhere. It's somewhere else instead. This is possibly the lowest point of my life, I thought, as I stood outside the hotel in the middle of Central Asia at 3.50 in the morning, fighting with a hotel security guard. You think I mean fighting as in arguing with? No, I mean fighting. Fisticuffs, hitting and kicking, and twisting and pulling. Well, maybe it wasn't the absolute lowest point of my life. But it was certainly among the top, or rather bottom, five. Let go, I shouted, trying to pull my wheelie bag out of his grip. I want to leave. You're not going anywhere, shouted the guard, twisting my wrist. I gave him a good kick on the thigh, and he relented a little, then tightened his grip again. He tried to pull me into the hotel, but I stood my ground. In the middle of this, I couldn't help noticing that, hey, I can hold my own physically in a fight against a man in his early twenties. That's something. Right, so it's all happening at the start of the book then, Cecilia. What's your fascination about experiencing totally different culture? China isn't so much a very different culture for me anymore because I have travelled in China for just gone 23 years, actually. I'm a lullophobe. That means I hate a lull. A lull is a time when nothing's happening. And, uh, you know, a phobia is an irrational fear or something. But I have a very rational fear of nothing happening. So for a lullophobe, China is perfect because there's always something happening. And even the boring things are fun. Do you think that that's still possible to find those things today? There's a bit of a a sameness in the 21st century world? China is becoming, unfortunately, more and more uniform, more and more the same. So you have to go further and further into the wilderness to find the differences. But for me... It's still pretty good fun. I'm never bored in China. That's the kick I'm looking for now, always, to not be bored, to see new things, even if I've seen them before. (laughs) 
This is your second book. Can you tell us what your first one was, really briefly? So my first book uh, called Blond Lotus was about uh, my first two or three years in China and Hong Kong at the time when everything was new and really, really exciting. This is a more mature overlook of the whole thing, anecdotes, and also putting a lot of things into a historical perspective. So you could say it's a travelogue, a little bit autobiography and humor. An essay and rant in a good way. You've written two books in a language that's not your native one. How difficult is that to write something in a language that is not your own? Although I have a strange accent, as you can tell, I don't have to struggle to write in English. After all, I've been studying English for long- longer than you have lived. <laughs> Let's hear how you put your pen to paper again with another extract. Over the years, I've come to realize that my students, whom I call victims, as they give me lots of money for something they could easily have got for nothing, don't come to me because I'm such a great teacher, but because they're terrified of talking to Chinese people. They prefer to learn Cantonese their way by speaking English. When I try to tell them that this would be like learning the violin by playing the piano, they just laugh, safe in the knowledge that their method is the best. So very much talking about what has been your career in in Hong Kong, teaching Cantonese, and you have just launched something that's new to help people learn, haven't you? I've just launched a new DVD called Going Native. It's the second DVD in my Cantonese language、uh, course. The first one was called、uh, Cantonese the Movie. This time it's personal. They're all together three something hours about absolutely everything you need to know in Cantonese. Do you think that you get the credibility that you deserve for teaching Cantonese as a non-native speaker yourself? Some Chinese people laugh at me when they hear I'm a Chinese teacher because, as they quite reasonably point out, I'm not Chinese. Then I also very reasonably point out Hong Kong people teach English. I'm a foreigner myself and can explain why things are like they are, whereas Chinese teachers sometimes would just say it's the way it is. I can't say don't buy my DVD, but the best way. Just think about it. When you were a child, how did you learn your mother language by speaking it and by listening to it? It's the only way, really. Nothing, nothing beats talking to locals and listening to locals. That was Cecilia Gamsberg talking about her Cantonese language DVDs, available through her website www.happyjellyfish.com. Yes, you heard that right. And before that, she was introducing her brand new book, "Don't Joke on the Stairs," available at bookshops. That's it from me, Andrew Dembina. Until next Tuesday, when Around Town returns here on Teen Time on RTHK Radio Three. Check details mentioned in today's interview and listen to previous around towns at www.rthk.hk/special/teentime. Teentime presents podcast on demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast on Demand.